Oh no, we are live, everybody. This is the Two Americans podcast, episode thirteen. I just noticed that there's a Nike symbol right here. We're not sponsored, but I do like your stuff. Oh, oh, what's that? Under Armour. Under Armour. Okay, we're no sponsors, but of course we can have that. We'd be willing to accept sponsorships, though. Uh huh. You're out there. Okay, what podcast is this? Episode thirteen of the Two Americans podcast. Number thirteen. Mm-hmm. First, first thing on our agenda is okay, just, a, just a little, uh, little reference. Today is March twenty second, two thousand seventeen. We do um, tomorrow is when Trump's health care bill will be voted on, so we do not know the outcome of that yet. Mm-hmm. So, once you're listening to this, you might it'll be up. So it'll, it'll be a different conversation by then, or different things would probably be. Change, but okay. The healthcare debate. All right, right, you want to go first? Let's go. Hit me. Okay. Well, first of all, to start off with the healthcare, like with Trump, I've been pretty supportive of everything, almost everything he's proposed, with the exception of this healthcare bill. I do not like it. I think it's it's too similar to Obamacare. Just there's not much difference really. There's not a whole lot of change. It's different in a way, but it's also some, like, kind of the same. I would not, uh, if I like, if I were in the Senate or if I were in the House, I would not vote for this, this, uh, this new plan. That those are my initial thoughts on it. Uh, what do you think on it right now? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. So How so? It's worse than Obamacare because. It's not what he said it would be. He, he like the, every almost ninety. I think most of the promises he said for healthcare are not going to happen with this bill, and he still supports it. Why would you support a bill that that uh, you know uh, uh, that you that has nothing that you said you wanted in it? It doesn't have anything you said that you wanted in it. The only thing I, I can think of is the. Not taxing, not taking away people's taxes at the end of the year. That's like the only thing that I think he actually did that he said he would do. He removed the tax penalty for not having it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was the only thing he pretty much did that, that yeah. he said he wanted. The rest is universal health care. Have care for everyone. Nope, nope. That's, That's a problem. That's okay. And then he also. No. The, okay. Two things I want to stress because. It happens all the time, and it gets people arguing about the wrong things, it seems like. There's health care, and there's health insurance, and quite often those are used interchangeably by lots of people um, in the media or on the news. And it's they, they'll be talking about health insurance, but they say health care, and that starts a whole other debate. This, this is what I think on it. Not everybody needs health insurance, but nobody should be denied health care. You know, most the majority of Americans can get by without health insurance. I don't know. I think you're wrong there. I think, I think everyone needs health insurance, of course. But okay, well, do you, if you want a universal health care, let, let, let me finish here and we'll, right. we'll do a. Uh, okay, let me finish my thing and then we can uh, go back and forth just because. If we talk over each other, it's not really a good conversation. Yeah. So, I feel that like you know that, that you know I understand what you're saying. Healthcare is not the same as health insurance, but people you know take Canada for instance. They have universal healthcare. It's not paid for, right? So no one has health insurance, right? But here in America, what we're trying to do is a little different. With what Obamacare was trying to do is trying to get everyone to. You know, be able to afford health insurance where they don't have to pay extra taxes and pay all this you know because Canada pays like 12% on sales tax and income taxes are a little higher than ours so they, oh, they, and they're much smaller uh, they're much smaller there's much less people so they can afford to have everyone under the health care universal health care but right. the health insurance what we're trying to do because we can't sustain taxpayers paying for everyone right so we can't have universal health care in america 
But what we're trying to do is, you know, minimize that where we could have everyone have health insurance, be able to afford health insurance. So say, you know, 40 bucks a month, if you could make it that or, you know, 45 bucks a month for every person, you know, and then families, maybe 120 or something, that would be great. The problem is that health insurance costs anywhere from five to four thousand dollars, five hundred dollars to four thousand dollars. Um, someone I know that he just he's getting out of the military, and uh, he uh, they were at, telling him to pay a thousand dollars in health insurance for the exact same health insurance he had when he was in, and he paid two hundred bucks while while he was in. So now they want $1,000. He's like, no, I'll just get it from my employer. It's cheaper, but it's not going to be as cheap as it was when he was in. And that, that really has a transition kind of thing. So insurance, universal health care is different from health insurance. But what we're trying to do is get health care for everyone, which is involves having health insurance. So if you have health sure. insurance, if everyone can get health insurance at an affordable price, which would be, I would say, 40 bucks, 50 bucks at most. But you have insane amounts of that cost for health insurance. And then for families, it gets even insaner. Like, you know, $1,000 a month, like, for a family? Did you know that's, like, one-fifth of most people's checks? You know, you know the what is the median salary? Like, $60,000 for a family? That's, yeah. That's a lot. I mean, like, I that, mean, it covers it covers up to five people. And then you got to, you know, that's one thing. Okay, okay. You can go, and then my turn. Okay, so, like, the... The thing that Canada, I know Sweden does this too, where they have like super high taxes and they don't need insurance. They just get free health care whenever, you know, mm-hmm. but what, okay. What insurance companies do is you pay them a certain amount a month, right? And if you ever need medical bills paid, they cover it for you. Mm-hmm. That it's basically the government right now, Obamacare is pretty much what Canada and um, Sweden are doing, but they're not calling it health care, free health care. You're paying $40 a month, right? And these sick people were paying for their medical bills, which are probably, I don't know, say 4,000 a month, hmm. maybe, maybe 2,000, a little more reasonable. So it's basically, we're pretty much just giving away with government health insurance. We're pretty much just giving them health care for, I mean, a small fee, like no money. Like, I okay, one of my mom's friends has, is covered by, or was, I don't even know if she is anymore, covered by Obamacare. And her premium was like 42 cents or something like that. It's too low for somebody on a government-funded activity or program. I just think if you have a government-funded insurance, uh, then it's going to be, it's going to end up just being government healthcare with a different name on it. Do you know? Do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Okay, well, like the government may be getting paid a little money from these people, but they're paying out much more than they're taking in. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 just the idea of having healthcare for everyone. You know what I mean? Like. If you if you you if you want to there's there's a few routes to take there's there's and they all have their different consequences of what what you choose do you want universal health care universal health care is what Canada has there's a difference between universal and Not necessary. Uh, all, all, all the whole go- the government pays for everything literally they pay for all people to you know go to a hospital and then you just pay whatever copay or whatever uh, you know Bring for it. certain operations that aren't you know uh necessary like you know maybe you want to i don't know you know maybe you want to get your leg fixed and it's like you know whatever but you're going to be on a list there's a long waiting list that's why people over there come over here because they can get on the list really quick if they have money so they just pay for it but it's expensive it's you know you got to find the right people you gotta do all that so that's one route universal health care is you know you would have to raise taxes well, I, well, you would have to raise sales tax. You have to raise, you know, maybe uh, have a better income tax, maximization in, income tax. And that's what how you would get uh, a health care system. Also, you would have state taxes for every state because the states would pay for the health care or the, you know, the universal health care. That's different from what, what, what is being suggested right now, which is like, you know, an Obamacare 
is for insurance to be decreased, the uh, price of insurance, of health insurance, to be decreased for an affordable price. So the government's not paying for everything. It's half and half. Well, not half and half. It's more like government pays 70%. We pay 30% of the, what it costs. So that's the basic idea of what we're trying to do. This is a different kind of universal health care rather than you know Sweden or whatever other countries do it. They do it where it's just plain out. Everyone gets it for free. And you don't have to buy any health insurance. But I do, you know, you have, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, the systems are all different. So you, which one do you want? Do you want that? And then, you know, we could just go back to, you know, the, just a repeal, like the way you were saying, you're texting, you're saying, just repeal it and just let it, let, let them fight out. That's also another option that, you know, the yeah. problem with that is that people don't, you know, people will get hurt. And then do you deny them health, you taking care of them in hospitals and, and, uh, you know, do you say no because you can't afford it? I got this. I got this. Okay. All right. So with that, a full, re- like, repeal of Obamacare would bring – okay. Think about, it like, what's something you see pretty often? Um, what's it called? Like, Walmart or Best Buy or mm-hmm. – um, car 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 sales like dealerships they all have competitive prices with each other right they're like oh right we have the lowest prices around if um guaranteed otherwise we'll pay the difference or whatever you've seen stuff like that right mm-hmm. they're always advertising how their prices are the lowest well that's what's going to happen with the competition between the insurance companies because right now there's just the, the they're required to take in everybody they can't deny anybody health insurance because of a pre-existing condition but that's just bringing up prices way higher than they need to be for the majority of americans so most people healthy people you know they just want their insurance and they're paying a lot of extra money just to cover for the people who who can't you know pay for their own you know so like okay if you just did a full repeal then all the insurance companies would compete against each other, drive down prices, and then I think the way it worked before Obamacare is nobody could be denied health care, but they, which is, if you needed medical treatment, like in a desperate situation or whatever, if you were dying on the street, they wouldn't just leave you there, right? Mm-hmm. They would get you, they'd pay for you, or they would provide them health care for you. And then um, you'd pay, if you could not, you'd pay the full price if you didn't have insurance. Or if your insurance option that you chose, which people like, oh, yeah, I got denied for this medical procedure. Well, you chose that plan. So, I mean, what do you expect, really? But um, if you were, like, di- if, say you were homeless, you were dying on the street, you were given health care, like, no matter what. There was different programs out there to pay for it, but nobody just died because of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the that's what people think would happen if you just did a full repeal. Then nobody has health health insurance. They'll be you know denied for everything. But uh, the way it would work is you'd get your health care right. You'd either have to pay full price because you were just I don't know you just didn't want to buy, say you didn't want health insurance. You're like ah nothing will happen to me right. Get in a car wreck, you're unconscious, take you to the hospital, treat you, and you look up, you're like wow I have to pay for this now. Too bad that's the way it works. Insurance is just a gamble just gambling that you're going to need it later rather than never you know and most people will uh, most people will not really use it for anything serious in their lifetime but there will be a few that it will and it will pay off but it provides a piece of like peace of mind more than anything really for most people but um i think for the people who like cannot afford healthcare at all after it has been provided like say they're homeless and they have a disability that like says they can't work or whatever you know say they they lost an arm they're an amputee or something like that or a leg or whatever something that actually prohibits them from working and there will there can be easily created programs out there for to cover those people which it would be like less than one percent of the population that would actually get free otherwise You'd pay for it. Oh, and to if you did need free health insurance, you'd have to prove that like you could not work. Maybe pass a drug test or something, and then uh, you know something like that. You know, just so you don't 
pursuit and people taking advantage of the system. That's how I see would be the best way to deal with the problem. Mm. I, 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 I kind of agree. I kind of disagree. Because if... Like, like, so, uh... How would I say this? So, they... You, what you're saying is, you know, it would be competitive like Walmart and all those other stores. But the problem, the problem I have with that is because they have such a large monopoly and did you know that you know insurance companies can't go across state lines that's a that's true that's so you would have a big issue because a lot of states don't have health insurance people there's not enough competition if you don't have enough competition coming around and attacking each other i want to add on to what you said but the majority of states have only one or two health insurance providers one or two because of obamacare Okay, so 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 what you what you would have with those if you had like one or two, you know, if there's one, they set the price. It doesn't matter what you say or because you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna leave you. I'm not gonna, you know, there's better health insurance out here. You can't do that. So that's right. that's a big issue. Another issue is that you know even awesome. if you have three or four, say you have three or four options, these people can meet up. All these these executives can meet up and say, what are we gonna set the price at? What are we gonna, you know. We're not gonna. We don't want to make less money. We want to make more money. So what do you do? You meet the four insurance companies meet up. They have a meeting. It's only four insurance companies, so it's pretty easy to you know do that. If you want a competition, you need you know tens of thousands in the U of insurance companies, and there's just not that many. And if you have, you don't have, and then the large ones would defeat the small ones because the small ones can't make business because they can't afford to insure everybody. So you would just have large companies. So you would have. You wouldn't have as much competition as I think you would would uh, would say to have that kind of effect because it's such a large uh, population. We have such a large you know you know amount of people. You know that could work in Canada. Definitely could work in Canada. There's a few million people. There's I think forty million, fifty million that could definitely work in Canada. U.S. There's no chance of that working. And the state the state lines law even makes it more difficult. So how do you get that to happen? Uh, I think the healthcare the way to go is try to get something where everyone can afford insurance. You know, if you don't want it, don't buy it. But I want to be able to give everyone the access to have health insurance just in case. You know, you have if you could get half the country. You know, I don't, I'm not saying to get universal health care because I don't think that's the best idea. But I, I do think that you know, having health insurance where someone could afford it, fifty bucks a month, say say it was that, and then everybody. Everybody pays pays that, and I think people would be more inclined to get coverage because it's affordable, and you know you can purchase healthcare, and then you know maybe one hundred fifty or two hundred dollars for a whole family of five to six, something like that. If you want to get extra one, it would be a, an extra hundred dollars or whatever, whatever kind of system you want to make, and you would have that because if you don't have that, then you have just have people going to the hospital, you know, going in debt. Not paying the bills. What if you don't pay the bills? The hospitals don't get money. The nurses don't get paid. The people, the doctors don't get paid. So you know you have that issue of people getting. I think there's a few hospitals that didn't get paid because all they were helping was people that were sick, and that were elderly, and uh, you know they didn't get any money. I forget what article it was from, but they had they basically had nobody. Uh, nobody nobody was paying. So the hospital went under, it shut down. So you can't do that. You you can't you have to have people on insurance where they can afford it or they get some of the money. You know what I'm saying? Like uh say say like I, I borrow something from you, right? And or I borrow fifty bucks or no, like I have to pay you fifty bucks, right? And right. and uh I can't pay fifty bucks but I have insurance that pays you thirty, right? You still get money, right? Mm-hmm. So you won't be as you won't go down. And even though I don't pay those 20 bucks, but I can now I'm like, oh, well, I can pay those 20 bucks because it's a lot cheaper. And, you know, that's big, big margins. That, that okay. happens. Yeah. Um, the thing with health insurance across state lines, that does need to change. I mean, that should be fine. I, I didn't even know it was a big issue before too long ago, but that's like something that would help drive prices down even more, you know? Mm-hmm. But the pro- the problem I think is that I don't know how 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 much it would drive prices down. Would it just drive it like you know a percentage? Because it's so expensive right now. 
that nobody wants health insurance. So we were like, okay, well, if they do do this, what effects would it have? Would people just monopolize? Would you know? Would there be fewer companies because you know right. they can't afford to? Okay. Do it? Well, think about they. Okay. Well, there's rules. There's laws to protect against monopolies, so that wouldn't become a big issue. It'd be, get stopped before it's a problem. And think about it like when you think about the insurance companies, they're always. They're going for a competitive rate. They're always mm-hmm. trying to go lower. You know, they don't try to go. I mean, they do try to go higher to an extent, but they don't try to like. They're not all going to equalize up here, so mm-hmm. that they're all making the most amount of money. One's going to get down here, so they get more customers. Even though these, this one will have a pr- higher profit margin, they'll have more uh, people insured under them. Like, think about. Do you see the companies for investment firms like Edward Jones, Charles Schwab, and all that mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. You know, they each have, I mean, you could also use like E-Trade and Scott Trade. They all have different trading fees, right, for when you buy and sell stocks. Mm-hmm. They don't have to, they're, they're always, you know, they're always making them lower 1% or 2%. There's an 8%, I've seen a cut, one at 7 one at like 6%, or $6 a trade, sorry, $8, $7, 6 But I mean, they're not, they're not all trying to go up to 9 10 They're all trying to go lower just so they can get more people under them mm-hmm. which will benefit them more than having you know some people with a higher margin mm-hmm. you kind of get what i'm saying like the way the way the the companies will I don't, the way companies conduct business is they're always trying to gain more customers not not to try to push the customers to see how much they can pay you know that's not how they make their money they make their money by getting people on board with their business I see what you're saying, but there, there's, there's a, what I would say, it's, there's a price floor, bro. There's like this floor that they're not gonna, no, but if they, you know, what if one of them said, it's gonna be free, we're gonna provide everyone insurance free, everyone would flock to them, right? Okay, how about this? Much more realistic scenario: ten bucks, like ten bucks for this health insurance, or one dollar for this health insurance. Everybody's gonna go to the one dollar one. There's nobody's gonna want to go to the ten dollar one. Nobody. There would be. It would be like an empty store. It would just be empty. But everyone would be going here, and you know, okay. So this guy has to go to fifty cents, right? But he's not going to do that. He's going to go to two dollars, and then he'll say, oh, he'll you know, give some type of reason, some type of advertising, and say why this is better, you know. But it doesn't keep going down. And the problem is, if, what if these people want to meet? They want to meet. They want these two companies want to have a meeting and be like, okay, so we're going to set the price at this. And we don't want to create conflict. This happens all the time in the oil industry. Why do you think oil is, we have so much oil and the oil industry, you know, it comes up and down, up and down, right? But, you know, and right now it's at like two bucks, two, three bucks. That's pretty good, right? They set yeah. the standard, the, the, the company set the standard and then mm-hmm. they start going down, up and down, up and up. And they just control the flow of how much oil is being produced. And they try to slow it down. They try to speed it up, you know. Like, you know, Saudi Arabia flooding the market. When they flood the market, you know, the oil price goes down. When they control that kind of a flow, they, they you know, you ever, uh, you know, a water hose, you ever squeeze it and then it, it stops the flow and doesn't flow as much. That's the same thing they're doing with that. And they're not charging as much or, you know, having you spend as much. And I think, I don't know, it's pretty difficult to get everyone health insurance. So I think it's competitive, but... I don't know how you how well that would work, and would it be would the prices be reasonable or would it be a little still high? I will be less. I'll I'll give you that. I'll be less, but how much less? That's the problem. That's what we want to know. I think it would be a lot less. I mean, think about it before Obamacare. I mean, prices would go back down to normal. They'd be they wouldn't be you know the companies wouldn't be stressed with all these regulations. That just don't allow their business to grow and just it doesn't really allow business to work the way it should to be healthy for the consumers and you know the executives and all yeah that's interesting I don't know I feel I feel, I feel like the idea of competitive health insurance is very it's very, it's very, 
it's a good thought experiment, but you know, okay. once you do the experiment, is it going to plan out exactly how you say? It? It if will. it's not, it will go down. I will give you that. But how much? Because it's so expensive right now. Okay, well, that's the lowest it's going to get. Uh, and then you got monop. The, when I say oh. monopolies, what I mean is two or three companies are running shit. The rest of them are not running anything. Why? Why do you think the oil company? Oil. There's only what is there? Six, seven, eight oil companies that are really controlling things. Really controlling the old. You got you know Chevron. You got Shell. You got mm-hmm. you got uh, Exxon Mobil. I would say they were number. You know you got all these companies. Those are the big big dogs in the the industry. So every time you have these th- three big dogs, and they they have meetings with each other, they talk oh, yeah. to each other, they, they 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 do, they have people, you know, okay, we can't we can't flood the market, we can't do this, you know, they're gonna try to control the price, and when they control the price, they're gonna try to do it or have enough price. So if there's outrage, maybe the price will go down. But if there's not outrage, and you know, you know, people are okay, some people are okay with paying, you know. S- Two three hundred bucks for a single person on health insurance, and four hundred bucks for people on health insurance. I don't know if most people would be willing to pay that. It's just like where are you going to set the standard at? And that's always the, where to draw the line is the issue that I have with health insurance. Where mm-hmm. do you draw the line? There's and you have to have a line. If you don't have a line, people are going to step all over you. Companies are going to step on you, and you're just going to be weeded out, and you're not going to you're not going to be able to afford it, and or you might have to do some cutbacks. Did you see that guy that uh, said that? Uh, okay. Well, can I? Okay. Are you get off topic right now or no? Can I no, add no. on to this? I was, was, was going to talk about the guy who said you shouldn't buy an iPhone because you you can afford health insurance. I was like, what the heck's wrong with this guy? I was like, the, the, this iPhone is more valuable than you. You want to know why? Because I ha- it has so much information. It's connected to the world. You need a device like this because it brings so many opportunities to you. Mm. Oh, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. What, were, what was the last thing you said before that? Something about... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I was talking about uh, monopolies and then... Them being okay. Too... Right, right, right. You were and saying that, that uh, companies are going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing uh-huh. until line drawn, right? Yeah. Well, they attempted that, right? Uh-huh. They didn't. They didn't even attempt it. But if they attempted it, you know what would happen? Mm-hmm. It'd be another Obamacare. And that would be really bad business for the companies. So that's, that would be an incentive for them to keep the prices reasonable for, I mean, for everybody. Which would happen with competitive, with the competitive market in it. But there's just not one right now. I mean, think if, if, if you know, they were doing great. They were just trying to push up their profit margins as high as possible. And then what's going to happen after that? Some Democrats are going to get in office because they promised cheap, affordable health care, right? For everyone. And uh, they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to you know, make the fair, the wealthy pay their fair share. And then, yeah, all the people that don't can't afford the health care, they're going to put them into office. There's going to be another bill just like Obamacare. And it's going to be bad business for all the insurance companies, which just happened, right? Now. I mean, that's what's happened. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. I think the scenarios are much different from what you know, because you have. They set the standard for the the price of it, right? They're gonna say okay, and they do meet with each other. Think about it. So, when oil got to six bucks, right, or five bucks, or seven bucks, whatever it was in the U.S., it was people. It wasn't a gallon. That it wasn't that much a gallon. It was like four or five. Oh. Close to five at one point. Well, well, that was just in Texas. Some places, I think it was like eight or nine. Like, oh, wow. It was ridiculous. So people started like getting really anxious, you know, like, oh, is it going to go to $10? Is it going to go to $10? So, oh, are they going to make it $10? Really? Nobody's, you know, you know, you ha- people were being so conservative with the, you know, okay, so how much can I get with this? Oh, my God, I only got 20 bucks, four gallons of gas, right? And back then it was like, you know, a dollar and you could get 20 gallons of gas. That's a lot of gas, right? So, you know, people had to ration that out. And you had the issue of, you know, okay, it got too high. It got way too high. People started panicking. So they decreased it. They flooded the market. People flooded the market. Said, Let's see what this does. And just lowered the prices back to $1.50. I remember I saw a place, you know, almost a dollar, you know, lowest I've seen. But 
it just now it's rising up and then it's going to do that again it's going to do the exact same thing i think that's what you would have with health insurance it's gonna and, with we'll, health insurance. and you and what was the issue if they they change the prices with you you know what if this oil. year it's 50 bucks a month next year it's 100 bucks a month next year oil the next is year is 150 bucks a month and then they said okay now we're gonna go back to 450 bucks you know just to yeah, mess with your okay. mind oil is gonna jump back up uh-huh. like not too long just just so everybody yeah. knows but it's gonna get flooded again it's gonna they're gonna flood the market and then they're gonna flood it once, once they, okay once saudi arabia like right now what saudi arabia is doing now is they're flooding the market to try to draw, draw drive u.s oil companies out of business so they can have a worldwide monopoly but it's not working right now because i mean you still have them you know we're just getting cheap oil from it right now mm-hmm. but, i mean eventually they'll stop prices will go back up to four or five dollars a gallon um just you know probably in a couple years from now maybe a little more but uh on the insurance thing i mean i don't think insurance companies would push push their luck that much you know they've been pushing it forever but it's just like how hard are you going to push it i don't know if they're going to push that hard but that's just an example of one thing that serious it's a serious possibility of that happening insurance companies haven't really pushed their you know what they can charge too much Mm -hmm. and then they got a they got a you know obamacare slapped right in their faces like ha now what so i just think i think obamacare was badly executed and badly thought out it's not a bad idea. It's necessarily that there's certain things that you need to, needs to be fixed and needs to be addressed because there was issues. You know, premiums is an issue. Uh, you know, how much you know cost. Uh, all that, all that, all that jazz. You know, how many people are covered? It covers a lot of people. If you don't think about it, it's 20, 26 million people. That's a lot of people. You know, it's a but large majority of people, people under Obamacare. And they're feeding. Okay, it's people that are feeding off of the working. I mean, the like working population of America, the people who can provide for themselves, who push to earn enough to actually support a family, you know, on their own without government assistance. So the thing with Obamacare and, and like same principle with food stamps is it just doesn't incentivize working or it doesn't. Um, no, I, right. I, I, okay. I, I, it, provides, it provides for doing less. Like if you make too much money a year, then you don't qualify for Obamacare. So people are going to stay under that because otherwise they're going to have to start paying like money for real insurance. Same with food stamps. It, it incentivizes them not to work to a certain extent. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to make enough, so they're still, you know, they're still right about here, where they're still under, you know, the requirements where they get, they qualify for their Obamacare, but they don't want to go up because then they're going to be paying even more in mm-hmm. health insurance, which is the problem you get with government-sponsored health insurance. I don't know. I, I, I would I, I would because I, I see what you I, I don't know like the I just don't know how you fix it. It's really difficult to fix something like that because it's such a broken system. Like you you know you could you could just get rid of it and see what happens. But that you know that's one scenario that you know it doesn't have a guarantee. There's no guarantee. It's the success rate is very low of what you're saying. You know, I'll give it a thirty percent success rate if you know if. That's if you open the states, the borders between states. But if you don't, it's like a seventy percent chance of failing. I really For free, think, market, free market healthcare. Yeah, but you have to have it. You and and you what, what you would have. You would also need to, if you really want to drive down prices, you would need international health insurance companies from other places, from you know other countries. That would bring down the price for real. But that would also. But that, that, that would also help other markets in other places. It wouldn't help our country. The problem is we, we, we want to keep everything here. But the uh-huh. problem is we already outsourcing. We're already giving things away. So, you know, what, what are you going to do with that? You know? Well, if you, if you start outsourcing to other countries, I mean, it will bring down prices, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's how. The, why do you think it. stuff made in China is so cheap? Because yeah, we outsourced. I mean, so that's yeah. the way you, you would go with health insurance if you wanted to do that. That, that but, people would afford that. People, I think every American would have health insurance if that was the the thing. But that's a dangerous dangerous thing to do because your economy doesn't generate any money. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, our, it would hurt our economy so bad. Mm-hmm. But that's but but it's a good way to lower health insurance. But most people wouldn't want that because, okay, you know, America won't have this. America won't have that. We would be more in debt. It's just it's just that issue of like where, where are we gonna put you know. I, I 
think I think across state lines is probably the limit. You know, mm-hmm. I think if you release it worldwide, you know, searching for health insurance, it's just that's too far. You know, yeah, it, would it, it, it would be. I think I think it would because you already have that with so many industries. Why not healthcare? I mean, I'm just saying. You have that with phones. You have that with technology. You have that with pretty much ninety percent of industries. You know. Think about how bad the paperwork would be, though. Like, try try talking to some dude in China, uh-huh. trying to get your trying to get your money back. Be like, I need that. I need my money. Uh-huh. I, I was know. in a car. Thank, thank yeah, God, that'd be so English bad. is like a world language, so like most people in China know English. They speak I, it. Yeah, but it just, and then they would hire awesome. they would hire interpreters. They would hire people who could you know. Yeah. Let's call people, yeah. you know, but I don't know. Healthcare is such a big topic; it's really hard to, you know. I don't know how to fix it. I really don't. I, I, I think there's a few good ideas of what, what you should do, and a few things you should keep. But I don't think the bill or anything like that is going to help. It's and people are going to get angry if it passes. I really do think. People, yeah, I don't think it's going to pass. I don't know. People As said right dead on arrival. I was like, I don't know, dude. It's still up in the air. So, As of ten oh six. The night before the vote, I don't think it has enough votes right now. I don't. I don't either. But the, yes. you know, I what I say is anything can happen. You know, if they if they just decide to switch and say, oh, okay, you know, I, I prepare for every scenario. If you if you don't prepare for any every scenario, you're you're, you're not. You're, that's not a good way to think about it. Trying to be positive and everything that's great and all, but when it comes down to this stuff, you gotta prepare for the worst. You know. Why do you think there's doomsday preppers, people living in bunkers and having nuclear, you know, waiting for nuclear war? They're smart people. They're not dumb people. It's because they, they on the point zero 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 times ten to the negative eighth chance that that actually happens, they are prepared. That's what I think. You should be. Everyone should be prepared. You know, why should everyone have a gun? Because you should be prepared for any situation that comes up. That's just the way I think about. It. If everyone has a gun, everyone can put everyone in check. There's no 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 solution better than that. Mm-hmm. No more terrorist attacks, which mm-hmm. brings us to our next top next topic, the London uh, um, stabbing. All mm-hmm. right. So just a brief overview of what happened. I believe this is outside the Parliament building. Mm-hmm. There was uh, some I don't know some Muslim guy or whatever who had a knife, killed a cop. Four people and injured. I heard a report of forty other people, which is a lot. Oh, 40 injuries now. I, last time I checked, it was 40. twenty. Twenty yeah, and four people yeah. dead. They killed a cop, right? Radio. Huh? They killed a cop, right? Or he killed a cop? They killed a cop. Okay, okay. Well, here is a problem with England. They do not allow all of their cops to carry a gun. The cop that died did mm-hmm. not have a gun. They had to call in special cops with a gun just to stop this guy. Which is ridiculous. I mean, could you I, I, such a problem, especially with open borders right now, because mm-hmm. they haven't initiated the Brexit thing yet. So I mean, that's just that's bad. That's not. I, I don't know. Look, 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 look. England has like so many issues. It's different from ours, but I feel that you know it's a it's a bad idea not to have your cops guns. I do. You know, if you're gonna have your cops without guns and people have without guns, that's their idea of most British people that I think. Is that because the civilians don't have guns, cops mm-hmm. doesn't need gun. But you know, if there's a situation where you need someone with a gun, you would have uh, I forget what they call them, British. We'll just say they're British special forces because this are some special unit. They come in yeah. and they have guns. But you know, that's not a very great idea because the it's illegal so market. The the, there's an illegal market for guns, and that's legal market's not going to go away. Or you know, someone has yeah. a weapon or a knife or something. I know he didn't have a gun, so you know he didn't have anything from the legal market. But imagine if that man had a gun, you know he got it through whatever okay. means he got. He and would have saved how many people? Maybe he would have saved three other Vic himself, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing he was the first one stabbed, right? I would go for the cop before anyone else. I'm guessing he would have saved himself. He would have saved himself, three other people, and forty other people from being injured. Mm-hmm. Most, yeah, most of them would be saved. I, I think a few would be injured because. I think he was well, in a car and he drove, ran over a few people, something like that. Right. And you know, you you can't prepare for that. But it, he need you know. I think the cops or the you know whatever they call them or you know the officers should have a weapon or a, like a gun. You should have you know a firearm. 
some type of firearm. All of them should. All of them should. I, you know, if you don't have the civilians have guns, so I'm okay with that. But you, you have a cop and things happen like that. Okay, you yeah, have to have it one or one way or another. You know, if, civilians need guns too. Yeah, but I mean, these you're not going to give them guns because that's their law. So, but you should at least have a cop who has a gun. You want to know why? Because there's legal guns in the market, right? People can buy guns. Illegal. That market's never going away. It's always going to be there. Yeah, it's like you know, you can't you can't get rid of it unless you have everyone. You know, it's always going to be there because people want guns that are not registered. People want guns that are, you know, I don't want to be, you know, affiliated with crime. This bullet doesn't have to match, you know, ballistics can't match to this gun. So you have that issue. And then he, what else, what other issue have? That, you know, I just think he should have had a gun. If you don't have the civilians have a gun, that's okay if you don't have the civilians you have a gun. I think that's just the way they do it over there, but you should have an officer with a gun. It doesn't matter which type of officer you use, you should have a gun. I don't care if you need to send a special unit. That's stupid. That takes too much time. There's not enough reaction time to do that. You need a gun right now. You need a weapon now. I think civilians should also have a gun, but if you don't have civilians, that cop needs, it is at least needs to have a gun. You know, and then the open borders thing, I, I just, you know, that's not a very, very smart idea, just letting people in and out. You know, I mean, they, I understand the the point of freedom, bro. But there's yeah. there's, there's a limit between freedom and security, and yeah. you're gonna you're you're gonna learn that the hard way. And yeah, you know, we don't France learned that the hard way. Paris attacks, they learned that the very hard way. I it's a sad it's sad, you know, you know it's not. It's, I'm not saying that it's it's okay that they did that. I'm just saying that you know, you you, you made a mistake. Are you gonna fix it? Are you gonna fix it? Are you gonna fix it? And you know they're like, oh no, peace and love. Peace and love is all great, but you know if people are not safe and secure, that peace and love goes away. People start dying, and then that's on your head as a government, as you know officials, and you're gonna pay the price. You know people are gonna be mad at these people that you know oh they're attacked here. You know it's a sad thing to do, but you know you should have been weary and listened to the that the, there are outside threats, and you should have some type of vetting because I don't think they have real vetting. Like you just say, hey, I want to come in. Uh, I'm from here. Oh yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people come from up there. All right, you're in. That shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that easy. It should not be that easy. Just you coming over there. Right. Well, I don't know. Hopefully that'll change with their Brexit vote. I think I don't know, but still, all the other European countries they're kind of stuck for now. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I mean, they could have caught that guy. Think about it. If they had, you know, if they controlled their borders, like. We don't even control ours that well right now, but it's a lot better have, than theirs, though. A lot it, better. It is. Uh, yeah, we actually have borders. They don't even have any. I mean, you can look on a map and see where the little line is, but if you went there in person, just walk right across. And with, you have a lot more. Here's a lot more. There's vetting. There's actual mm-hmm. vetting. It's not the best vetting, not but really. there's not much right now. Like but you know, some. yeah, you, you know, there's some vetting over there. You like, just. They, I want to go to France. Let's go. Let's go to England. Let's go to, you know, I want to go to London because it's so you beautiful. Yeah. Where are you, you from? I'm from uh, this Muslim country. I'm from Lebanon, from, you know, Syria or something. Oh, you, there's not an alarm saying, oh, okay, well, I'll let this guy in. Like here, if we let a guy in from Syria, you know, we trap him. It's just, it's just one of those things, you know, you find out where they go and be. What are you doing here? If they don't ask them that question, what are you doing here? They are failing at their jobs at the job of keeping their security and I don't think they ask that question and even if they do they don't they don't verify we verify here if you said right. you come here for business okay where, 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 what's your business what are you doing here you know those we are the questions we ask but do we don't we don't we don't vet hard hard we just vet no, not, not right. you remember the San Bernardino shooter that girl mm-hmm. she uh on her visa you know the address from where you're coming from yeah the fake address that didn't even exist we didn't you, check that. See, like that stuffed up, you know. You needed to. I mean, it would have saved a bunch of people. Mm, but you know, that, that's that's just an issue. But the, they don't have any vetting, like no real vetting. Like you know, mm-hmm. you just let people like, in. But you know, at least we have names of people who are in our country over mm-hmm. there. You have no idea who is there. Like it could be anybody in the world, and you just don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big issue. But other than that, those attacks are terrible. Very sad that people died, but 
I do think they need to have a real response to this, which I don't think they will. They'll just mourn, and then they'll say, oh, well, well, we still want people to be free and come to our country. But that's all, you know, good. But in practice, you know, you need security. You need, you need safety. Right. If, you, if people don't feel safe, they don't want to come to your country. That's why people want to come here, because it's, it's, it's a lot safer here than any other country. It's, it's the most uh, iffy place because there's so many things happening, but it, it, is, it is much safer than most countries. At this point, it is. All right, so uh, you want to move on to our next or keep going a little bit? Let's, let's go to the next. All right, our next one is, I think it was it today. I think it was today. Devin Nunez, um, senator on, or no, a representative on the House Intelligence Committee came out and I forget his exact words I have a video I'll put it we can talk about it later whatever for next time but basically confirmed there was intelligence uh, there was intelligence gathering or not there was surveillance on Trump during the campaign your opinions I don't know I feel like you believe him since he's on the committee investigating this I, I, yeah, I, well, of course you investigate it. Of course you have to check this out. But so, and it, it was so confusing because it said accidental surveillance. I'm like, what do you mean by accidental? Like you accidentally surveilled them, or like you were surveilling someone? Like that always happens where you surveil. Say you surveil. I, I have surveillance on you, but you talk to a lot of people, right? You I talk, talk to, to you. You talk to me. You talk to them. You. So they're surveilling me too. So that's what I think they. I think it meant by accidental surveillance. But it was surveillance on you. The problem is, I don't know if, you know, Obama, you said the administration, under his administration, the administration was there. I don't know. I just don't know. You need, I need to see the evidence of him. Why you think it Obama? Why do you think it? It might just be the NSA or whoever other organization. Who, okay. Who's actually Here's doing the wiretapping, you know? If there right. is actual wiretapping. And there's, okay, well, here's a point I think needs to be brought up that, Nobody's really making this connection. I've heard one person say it so far. You know how there was um, during the campaign, Comey confirmed that there was an investigation into the campaign's ties to Russia. Mm-hmm. Right during the yeah. campaign, yeah. Who do you think would or, uh, would um, start that investi- investigation or ask for that? Uh, probably Hillary Clinton or. At, she was she was in an office at the time. She can't. No, do no, that. no, no. But she would Obama. she would call some people. Hey, buddy. Maybe she called Obama. I don't know who she called. The issue is, issue is, I don't know who did it. Nobody knows who did it. You know, why you accuse this guy and you have no evidence? This is this is ninety five percent likely. It's ninety five percent likely that Obama was the one who asked for the investigation into the from into the campaign's ties to Russia, right? Mm-hmm. We agree it's on that possible. It's possible. I wouldn't say 95% sure because it's it could a, be a whole lot of people under his administration. There is a lot of shady people under his administration. But he can he can pass that down, so it's not directly him. He just tells the guy, hey, get this done. He's like, all right. And he's like, yeah. hey, it was me. That's yeah, but you don't, you don't always have to go to the top. You can always go to the middle guy. The middle guy right. can get this stuff done. The problem is, yeah. did Obama... Say that he's gonna wiretap you, and were you actually okay. wiretap? And I need we need the real evidence. If you don't give the real evidence, it's still under investigation. I understand you don't want to release evidence, but you got to release it sooner or later. Or else I'm just gonna think you're okay. Wait, wait, wait. If there was an investigation during that time, right, there would have to be surveillance. They were surveilling it. Look, other under every 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 election, people are being surveilled. It's it's just a thing that they do. And if there was an investigation. Like there is no doubt that there is surveillance on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, just. But there's the, the problem is I have with this is because everyone is surveilled. Where you have, especially during election, it doesn't matter when Obama was in, when two thousand eight, he was being monitored. He was being surveilled by Bush and all the other people. You if you don't think that that that's what they were doing, they you're crazy because every president you know checks out the person. Checks out what's going on. You know they want to listen to the conversations. What are they doing? Who they are? Well, you know everybody would just want to know things. So, you know FBI directors back then, the FBI director, I bet you wiretapped them. The problem is everyone's being surveilled, and you don't know the allegation that you're saying 
Obama is doing it is very, very direct and saying, you know, this one person is doing it. The problem is, I don't know if it's that one person or, you know, maybe it's him giving the orders down and saying that that's also a possibility. Or it could be, you know, someone else in between in his administration. His administration could turn his back and say, hey, I'm going to, I'm with this wiretap, you know, uh, Trump and we'll just, you know, go with that, you know. He doesn't necessarily have to approve it. FBI, CIA don't need approval from Obama to do yeah, things. I, I think what happened is Obama went to you know the people under him. Mm-hmm. Just, he just told them, "Hey, get this done," and he's like, "They're like, yeah, whatever." Okay, that's I I consider that a possibility, but I don't think that's the only realistic scenario. And I want to know how in the heck do you know that? How do you know that they he him? Directly is responsible for giving the order. He's the president. He knows. I, I understand what you're saying, but you got you, you got to be careful when you accuse someone, accuse someone of doing something, and you do that, not know definitively if it was them. That's the thing. He knows. He the problem. Look, I don't know if he knows or doesn't know. The no, problem is, does. I he have with that he knows is everything that you want to know right now. He just has not released it. Okay, 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 okay. I understand that. Okay, the if he doesn't release it. Him, his administration, some of the national security. I could, I could see, I could see. It's under wraps, right? It's under wraps. That's what I call. Who are investigating? It's under wraps. It's under the Christmas present or whatever you want to call. It. Okay, eventually you got to release this information. If it doesn't get released after the investigation is done, or the investigation just gets uh, thrown under the bus and nobody sees about, because that's how CIA operations go. You know, if it doesn't go well, they just throw it under the bus. You know, okay, we we're not, oh, we didn't do that. Uh, you know. Gulf of Tonkin, which was, you know, they were going to blow up a jetliner. Uh, they didn't end up, they ended up not, and say people were on it, and then, then they were, you know, attack Cuba for it. A bunch of stuff like that happens, and then they just throw it under the rug said, oh, oh, we were here. We weren't going to do that. That was an actual thing. You know, they do that all the time. People do, you know, and then the problem I have is, like, he's very, very, Trump is, like, one of the most interesting people because he lied, he, when he tells the truth, it's like, I'm like, yeah, that makes it that's that's right that's right and then when he lies i'm like what the heck are you why are you lying about that or you know why, what, what's going on here you know like you know i have to figure out i have to figure out what game he's playing because it's very difficult to know what you know because during the hearing he lied he was saying that they, they didn't uh about the electoral college that they didn't know they knew that they confirmed that there was no uh no uh manipulation in the electoral college or whatever it was and that came out that, you know, his live tweet came out and they were like, uh, he was like, he asked the FBI director, so Mr. Trump said this, you know, uh, I, I, we can look up the tweet later, but, you know, it said, you know, that the Russia, Russia did not interfere in the election, in the Electoral College or whatever it said. No, they did. They did. The problem is they had no information. They're like, the, like, okay, the FBI confirmed. He said that on his, his tweet, confirmed. They were still in the room. They didn't never discussed that. They never discussed it. They never said, "Oh." They never asked that question. Never asked that question. And then the guy who's doing the hearing says, "Okay, uh, President Trump just tweeted this that uh, you have confirmed that the election has been, uh, you know, the ele- Russia didn't interfere with the election or the electoral college." And he was like, "And, he, and you know what he said? Hey, this is his exact words. I'm gonna quote him. He okay. says, we have." We, we do not know. We did not investigate that. That's all he said, right? And Trump said, oh, they confirmed it. The FBI director confirmed it. He said the FBI director confirmed it. The FBI director later said, what are you talking about? I never said that. And he, he they, they moved on and he was like, okay, okay, that, you know, just to make sure that was the thing. So it's hard Trump, to tell when Trump is telling the, the truth and lying. Is he's, he's a flip-flopper. He changes his mind a lot and he's not really... If I were Trump, I'd ask Comey to leave. I'd want a new director. Well, I don't. I don't, like I don't like Comey either. But that Comey, you know, they have to work together, and you know, that's just you're not going to have the same guys on the same field all the time. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. Everyone's not everyone's going to agree on your thoughts or ideas. And I think Trump has some good thoughts, and I think he has some terrible ideas. You know, you know the the ways. How are you going to do that? You know, that's always my question. You know, he said healthcare for everyone, but I'm gonna. You know, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do all these things? And then he's taking away stuff that I think is, you know, you're crossing the line when you're, you know, he wants to privatize. He wants to get rid of national parks. He wants to, 
you know no he didn't say yeah, that yeah, yeah. this you could there's so many montages Give of him it. saying this i'm like what the hell man and i have to look at the full interview because then i have to get the real context and he still says the same thing and you know he just sure. wants you know he wants to make america produce more and do all this and you don't want state parks to not be funded and because dude that's just land public land for everyone it's scary for hunters because the hunter community is going against all the processes that are going on not necessarily he's making the legislation because i don't think he's making shit i think he's just telling people what to do just like a boss i think i think that's how he, he put his game is played he tells people what to do they do it and if they don't do it right he's gonna be like oh you're bad you know you're you i'm gonna want you anymore you're fired because that's just the way he, he does it that's way he does yeah, business I see nothing wrong with that. We got a lot of useless people in our government. I, right I understand, now. but the, when you eliminate someone, you're gonna have to find someone new. And if that yeah. person doesn't do exactly the way you say it and the way you thought of it, you know. Obama, Obama put some people that didn't know anything about what they were doing, mm -hmm. like in his administration. I was just like, why? Why are they there? You know. Well, that's uh, they're just, like they're just picking people. That's what I think. Yeah. There's. It was just political reasons like yeah you're a cool guy or whatever you know get over here and do this for me mm -hmm. i mean that's like i'll put in military terms for you but it's like asking an infantryman to go serve food for somebody in the chow hall you know mm -hmm. but you don't do that yeah yeah but you know even trump trump does that too it doesn't matter how you do it because you gotta if you're gonna try to find qualified people okay how are they qualified where are they qualified okay and why are you getting these people that are lobbyists and you said you don't want any lobbyists? doesn't make any sense. And then, you, you know, he does the greatest thing I've ever thought of. He's like, well, those lobbyists are going to attack the lobbyists because that is a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, well, like, well, that like the financial people. He has people from Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Dude, like the way he, his logic, you know, he reversed it on everyone because there's two ways to look at that. You know, hired uh, the CEO or former CEO of Goldman Sachs is that what the one way is that you know this is good for you know we're using them to combat because he knows everything the ends he knows the ins and outs of everything he can figure it all out of a financial crisis and he knows what went wrong in that room so he knows everything and now we can take down the corrupt industries you know whatever and the okay. other thing is you know. He's just hiring him because he's like, oh, he's a billionaire, you know, he, he's a good person, you know, whatever. But there's a lot of ways to think of it. It's either, you know, that, that one I think is two extremes. Uh, it might be somewhere in the middle, but you never know. I think people just don't consider all the options, and I think everyone should consider every single option that's out there. But I don't know. Trump is unusual because I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what is he, what he's saying and then what is he what's actually getting getting done and then if he's when he says it is is he just passing it down because Paul Ryan made that down made that damn uh, healthcare he didn't touch anything he just suggested some stuff and you know Paul Ryan just wrote I think I think he I think state lines was his okay. but I think the rest was mainly done by Tom Price that was the main author mm -hmm. and what's his name Paul Ryan he's trying to take all the credit for it I mean like yeah he probably added some stuff to it or whatever but Tom Price was doing all the work he's been, he's been working on it longer than Paul Ryan has you know? I, don't, I don't know Paul Ryan's been doing that he's been talking about that for like what eight years and like, he's, he's when like, he looked like damn Wolverine back in like 2008 he was still talking about the same thing and you know he was talking about health care health care health care and he finally does it and then he brings this pamphlet out and I just you know I read some of it and I was like, dude, this is not good. And it had the counties and every place that, you know, you can get your free copy online. I don't know, I forget what website I got it, but it was pretty big, man. So, like, two, three hundred pages, you know. Free market, free market healthcare. And, and just... it had the counties and the, the EICs that would have there. And then, you know, it had everything. So, it was very detailed, but it was a lot worse than Obamacare. That's what I'm saying. And, mm. you know. If you, you either don't want it or you just, like, if you make people lose all that coverage, it's going to suck because they're going to try to figure something out. They're going to have to figure something out. It's very difficult. But I think that's, it's, we killed that dead horse. So what's our last topic? Um, Shaq and the flat earth theory. Oh, okay. So what do you think? What did you think? <laughs> all right, you go first because that makes me laugh. What do you think? Well. 
first of all, I think he's on drugs or something when he was saying that, or he was joking, or it was some skit or something, or just attention. But I know that guy's been in an airplane a million times. You know, you can see the earth is not flat when you're in an airplane. I, yeah, I bet he's... I, I don't think there's any way he's just not looked out the window of an airplane every time he's flown or something. He's... Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. It's just so low for him. Like, come on, Shaq, you're awesome, but no. <laughs> you're not that dumb. I don't know, man. They, like, the the idea... The reason why I think Flat Earth is... It's a plausible idea because there's so many ways to disprove a round world. The problem yeah. is, huh? Can I uh, hear an example? Kind okay. of curious. All right. So, you know, everyone, I did, you get deep into this because going into flat earth world, you know, you just get like lost and you're like, whoa. So then how is the world look if it's flat? There's models of a flat earth and how, how the sun works and how the how do you see the moon and I, it, dude it's 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 the most complicated thing if it's even if it's fantasy it could be fantasy or it could be real i don't know it's very hard to discern because i want to talk to an astronomer and then i want to talk to someone who who actually knows flat earth i saw i was watching this guy and he i don't know if we could get him on but maybe we can't he he was deep into flat earth he knows everything and i was listening so we don't have any pictures of the world is round right what do you mean? We have it. We, okay, you, you know those pictures you see, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not. Those are all fake. You want to know why? Because they oh. piece them together, bro. They piece them together. What are you talking about? The, the satellite images, you don't, can't get the whole Earth. You know no, how, no. Those bro, are like taken from. No, no, no. No, look, look. They piece them together. It's like those a. Those are taken from the satellite. Those are taken from like far. Have you seen the pictures from like the moon? Yes, I've seen those, but look, it's all pieced together. The problem is that that is true. That is true. That is one fact that is true. We don't have a physical, you know, a full picture of it because you got to be so far away. Say you're, yeah. say you're, you know, you're, you're, you're right here and you, you know, you can, this is how far we are from there. If this is like the moon or like, this is us in space. We're like this close, right? So it doesn't, it doesn't, you can't, you can't tell, you can't take a picture from here, right? And get the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no whole picture. So what they do from space is they piece it together. So take a picture here, take a picture here, take a picture here, take a picture here. Okay, and then piece it together, and then it looks like a whole a whole planet. And that's just okay. one way they do it. So you don't have a, a that's one of his uh, the ones I read I I read and uh, I heard is that what you about know, that's the pictures how they... that we have like while we're standing on the moon they look over and take a picture of the Earth and you can see that it's not flat. Those are pieced together as well. No, they're not. All of them are pieced together. The problem no, is every image you've ever seen is either CGI or it's pieced together. You're not far enough. It doesn't, it could be, you have to be like to, I think maybe to Mars or further to be able to see the whole Earth. Okay, what about, um... You could, you could look into it. It's very difficult because it's hard to find pictures that are actually real or like, you know, they took it and not, did not chop it up and... Cause you know panoramic, right? You do right. panoramic picture. You're not really you're really scanning across rather than taking the whole picture. Yeah. Of people, but you just see it, and you're like, oh, you see all the people, right? They piece right. it together like that. It's just the, kind of the same idea, and okay. you know that's right. one of the theories right. that that they have. It's interesting because sure. they right. they can they they have ways of debunking everything that says the world is uh, round. And there was another thing that this guy was talking about, like, okay, so, you know, if you dig down, you would, you know, we would see the core, the crust, you know, the mantle, there's all these models. And he was, he was discussing that, okay, well, we haven't been there, we haven't done that. And then he was giving examples of, you know, you know, why, you know, there's all these convenient examples of magnetism, you know, affecting, you know, when you have a compass. If you're underneath, like, if you're underneath, like, the world in China... And you, the compass is pointing north, right? And say China is down there, and you're you're looking for up. Shouldn't it point straight straight to that place rather than just going this way and then going that way? But, but you know they have convenient. There's a lot, so many, so complicated, man. Like the flat Earth stuff is so interesting, the, even though it okay. may be fantasy. A compass follows the magnetic field of the Earth, mm-hmm. right? And we got a pole here. We got 
um, a pole here and a pole here, right? Mm -hmm. And the compass will follow the. Okay. It'll line up with the magnetic field, which mm -hmm. goes. So say like that. Okay, the way he okay. described it, man, is it was so trippy because he said, "Okay, so there, this is the north." I'm trying to use my fist, so it's not exactly round. So, right here is the north, and this is the south. If you're down here on the bottom of Earth, doesn't it shouldn't it point up, right? But it's pointing across here, right? Because the magnetism is going that way. That makes sense, right? That's the way I, I try to debunk his idea. But he's saying that it should point straight up. It's very interesting. And then he also explained that we never we never dig down deep enough. We dig drilled eight miles deep into the crust, but we've never got into the core or the mantle. You know that you know you know when you were in school. And they had the, you know, the crust, the inner crust, or, you know, the outer crust, all yeah. those that. And, you know, he was like, uh, well, we've never seen it. We never had pictures. We never had video. And then there's no video, real video from space. And then he's like, all these stars, you know, everything you see is CGI. CGI. Most, like, all the space documentaries, everything that you've ever seen is CGI. Can I, can I, can I screen share with you to show you something? Uh-huh. Go for it. Okay. All right. Can you see it now? Yeah, what about that? Look at that. It's not the whole Earth. It's pieced together. Are you there? It's still pieced no, it's together. Not. Yes, because it's, it's pieced. A, you can't get that whole area. It is, you it's have a to snapshot. Be, you got to be very... Like, look, if you want to watch the flat Earth after this, you get deep into it, man. But look at that. It's a, it's a snapshot he is, from the There's Earth. so many explanations. It's really difficult. I think... I don't know. I think the world is round because... Because... Okay, hold on, hold on. Where, where are you? Can you... Switch back to the thing. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I want, so, this is the what I think. Uh, this is why I think the 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 Earth is circle is because there's spheres. This is a sphere, right? Spheres right. exist, right? This is the way I try to imagine it. Spheres exist. See this mic? This mic right. is a sphere, right? So what I conclude is that the world is round, because. Spheres exist. That is my idea of how, why it exists. And you can do experiments and stuff. So if this didn't exist, so you're saying flat earth, right? So you, you're not even entertaining.